Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Is this some special? I have a new favorite comedian. Her name's Robbie Hoffman. She talks like my Jewish grandparents. What a nightmare this is. I gotta do this now for an hour. But she looks very normcore lesbian. Big round glasses, black t-shirts and jeans. She has this bit I'm obsessed with. It's about birth order. You know, like, do we have any firstborns here? Such leaders here in the audience. Thank you. When she tells this one... All the firstborns get really into it. I feel safer knowing you're here. Honestly, I do. Thank you. Such leaders, yeah. Do I have any middles? Any tidbits? Okay. And then all the middle kids just seem happy to be mentioned. You can participate. The whole thing is a lead up to a reveal about Robbie. I'm seven. (laughs) I've yet to read of what qualities and characteristics are associated with being seventh born. Am I a typical seven? I think so. Are they all this insane? It's very possible. Would they also be gay? We don't know. We don't know. The truth is, her whole life, Robbie has never met another seven. Maybe we would have an inherent connection, like a person in a Jeep sees another person in a Jeep. This is The Longest Shortest Time. I'm Andrea Stalenzi. Today on the show, we're on a mission to help Robbie find her people. Maybe fellow sevens will understand parts of Robbie that no one else ever has. Because even though Robbie's from a big family, relatives galore, she's always felt like an outlier. Too funny, too opinionated, too competitive, too queer. Maybe with sevens, fitting in will come easy. Robbie came up with her sevens joke when she was in high school. Back then, her friends were all talking about having middle kid syndrome or what they got away with because they were the baby of the family. But Robbie, who's from this huge family, had never stopped to count. And I like went down the list of my family. I'm like, okay, he's number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm like, oh, I'm seventh. What do you think that's like? Growing up, she'd always been extremely close with her siblings. I always say we're like the Jewish Kardashians or something. If there were 10 of them. I got Levy, my oldest brother, then Chaya, iconic, a legend, patriarch of the family, I'll give her, then Goldie, then Schneer, then Schmull, then Menachem, then me, then Shalom, then Devorah, then Yehudis. 
Robbie has a different relationship with every single one of her siblings. Six of them are older than her, and three of them are younger. For the youngest two sisters, number nine, Devorah, and number 10, Yehudas, they're all especially close. My little sisters, they are my kids. Like when Robbie's little sister graduated from high school and got her first job, Robbie made her start sending bank statements every month. Because I just want to see where her shit's going. How much money is she making on this part-time job? How much she's spending? What is she doing? I want good habits. That's like a father thing maybe to do. But it's um, different than coming from a father. Like a father, there's an authority, can tell you what to do. This is like... This is the same. Except yeah. maybe with a little bite back. Like, oh, you're a bitch or you're, you know, and that's fine. I don't mind a bite back. I'm still going to say the right thing for like with a friend. You might not always say the right thing because you might feel, oh, am I risking the friendship? I never feel I'm risking the friendship. That bond with her siblings is more possible because there are so many of them. There's really a co-raising. I learned everything I know from my older sisters. I, I never went to my mother with anything girl-related, you know, my period, things like that. Robbie's parents were both raised Jewish, but not super religious. And then in the 70s, her father was radicalized by a very orthodox Hasidic Jewish sect, a group called Lubavitch. Black hats, beards, um, just very religious Jews. Big families were part of the community's expectations. When Robbie's parents eventually divorced in the 90s, her mom left the community, took all 10 kids with her, and moved to Montreal. As an adult, Robbie realized that most people don't grow up with nine siblings in one house. Being one of 10 meant she had to figure out her spot in the family real early, like the time when Robbie was little and she moved into the same bedroom as her older sisters, number two, Haya, number three, Goldie. They didn't appreciate having to live with a baby suddenly. They were some years older than me. And I think at one point I came home from kindergarten and my little cot was outside the room with my clothes on it and my one stuffed animal. And they're like, yeah, we kicked you out. And I just wanted to be with my oldest. They were so cool. They're like, yeah, you're bringing us down. Uh, we just can't have you around. And it was just, it was like, I was like, Ma, can you believe? She's like, you heard them. You're in the baby room. Get to it. And there was like nothing to say. And then I became the oldest of that room where there was a new dawn in town. I really laid down the law there. Now the leader of the baby girl's room, Robbie started breaking some house rules. She let her little brother, Shalom, number eight, sleep in her bed. He would be scared. And then he was like probably six. And he was like, hey, when we grow up, he's like, where are you going to live? I'm like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, you're going to live in a different house? I was like, well, probably. I was thinking about it at seven. I was like, yeah, I probably will have my own house. And he's like, well, where's my house going to be? Like, am I going to live with you? I was like, I don't know. He's like, am I going to have my own house? And then he thought about it for a second. There was a pause. And then he was like, what could we be neighbors? Could I have the house next to you? And I was like, that sounds really good. Growing up, Robbie's oldest sister, number two, Hyatt, she was the one in the family tasked with helping out their mom the most. But as number three through number 10 got older, that responsibility would trickle down. Things like groceries. This was an especially large task. It involved two carts, and it would usually cost about $700. That's 1980s money. My brother suggested when my brother turned 16, when he got his license and he was starting to help take my, my mother doesn't have a license. He's like, we got to go to Costco. And she was like, no. And he's like, you're the only like they built the store for you. <laughs> he's like, this is what the store's for. Like they literally the first time designed a store for your family. 
There's a stereotype that kids in big families don't get enough attention. But even when Robbie's family became a single-parent household, she never felt that way. My mom was really great. We would do um, our homework in the kitchen. And as you got older, whoever was last studying was up with my mother as she cleaned the kitchen. And we would talk and have snacks and things like that. To me, it feels like I, I had alone time with my mother. To a lot of people, it might not feel like enough. But to me, I felt like, yeah, we kind of all did. What are you? You never told me. Oh, I'm a number one. There's yeah, so many I was gonna of say, us. Okay. Yeah. So you meet number ones, you meet oldest all the time. Yeah. Literally all the time. Every family, if they have kids, they have an oldest. Anyone who has a kid has an oldest. Yeah. They either have an oldest and a baby. But we don't always have a middle, but we definitely rarely have a seven. I mean, here's what I get. Sometimes I'll be at a dinner and someone will say, who here's the, you know, where are you and your family? And then they go, let me guess, you're number one. And then I feel so seen. I feel like they had an idea of the personality traits. I'm matching well, it's up like, with it's it. It's like astrology. People love it. I'm very Virgo. I'm very this. I'm very that. I, I think I'm very seven. Robbie wants to feel seen, too. She's always looking for number sevens. She once met a cab driver who told her that one of his parents was a seven. And he thought that was lucky or something. And after a late night of Googling... I found out that the lead singer of the Cranberries was seventh. Robbie's so out there in this quest, her friends always tell her when they think they found a seven. My friend Sean just texted me that Tony Shaloub is ninth of ten. So, close. Coming up, Robbie meets some sevens. Will she find in them what she's been looking for this whole time? Don't go away. Can you say advertisements? Advertisements. (laughs) Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com slash US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. (laughs) So we have Robbie Hoffman in the studio. And we've set up a number seven's hotline just for her. We programmed the phone line so that only the seventh born can get through. Okay, actually, we put out a call out for number sevens on the show. And my producer, Jackie, got as many of them to call in one afternoon as she could, making possible what Robbie calls a real seven to seven conversation. Hi, this is Abby. Abby, Robbie Hoffman here. Seven to seven. How are you? Hi, Bibi. This is Robbie. How are you? Seven to seven. Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? Hi, Jane. It's Robbie. How are you? Seven to seven. Hi. Oh, my God. This is exciting, isn't it? Pretty bizarre. With help from Robbie, we're going to hit these sevens with a bunch of questions. Figure out what their deal is, what they all have in common. Could I ask my two questions that I ask in the joke and then you'll do a speed round? Yeah. 
always get it right. Abby, are you gay? No. Okay, so not all sevens maybe are not gay. And are you insane? Do you feel different from I, everybody? I do in certain ways. Are you gay? No. Uh, I'm straight. Okay, so we don't have that in common. Do you have any gay people in your family? No. Are you left or right-handed? I am right-handed. Same. Right. Left-handed. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Cats. Uh-oh. Goldfish <laughs> or lizard? Goldfish. But goldfish? Yeah, none. Oh. Cool. Sevens like goldfish. Well, we don't like them. <laughs> I would prefer none. But we did find that our sevens share some very important, very key personality traits. Do you like mangoes? I do like mangoes. Big so. on mangoes. Yeah, totally. I love mangoes. Yes, I do like mangoes. We actually just about 20 minutes ago had a conversation about making sticky rice and mango. Oh, my God. Yes. That's so far, by the way, with all the sevens we've spoken to. It's mangoes. I know. Stunning results. But believe it or not, there are even more things beyond fruit that our sevens had in common. Get this. Number sevens rely on their siblings more than their parents. Who taught you about your period? Was it your mom or a sister? <laughs> My sister. Same. Who taught you how to put in a tampon? Was it your mom or your sister? My sister. Same. I didn't talk about that stuff with my mom. No, same. And how did yeah. she teach you? I think they just explained. I, I did not want, yeah. Oh, they it wasn't like used me. their words. It wasn't like me <laughs> when I was just in the bathroom at 11 minding my own business and my sister barged in and was like, I got to <laughs> switch my tamp out. And she at 16 with full bush and everything got one leg up on the sink. And she's like, you know what? You might as well learn now because you'll need to know soon. I didn't know oh. what was going on. She unwrapped this, this 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 tube and she stuck something up. I didn't even know somewhere you could stick up. It disappeared inside of her. It came out red, bloody. I thought she was had a gash of some kind, needed a Band-Aid. I was going through the cabinet looking for a Band-Aid. And this was her lesson. And then she walked out um, and I was left wondering about that incident for the next two years until I got my period. Uh, sisters are wonderful that way. And some callers had their own theories. Okay, I really want to know one thing. Oh, yeah. Can yes. you find out if other people eat fast? I eat really fast. Okay, I really think it's going to be a common theme. Yes, because if you didn't eat fast, you didn't eat. It's a big yeah, family exactly. type thing. Oh my God, yes. I eat so fast. It is sickening to everyone around me. Who in the seventh in the family wouldn't be a fast eater? Exactly. And my mother would buy uh, popsicles, eight in a box, and we were ten. Oh, my God. And she never <laughs> would buy two boxes unless there was a steep sale. So you'd be running home from school, running faster than you've ever run to grab a popsicle. I would take a stick to my brother so fast, hit him out of the way topple his ass for one of those. <laughs> and nothing ever tastes better. I'll say that. Nothing ever tasted better. Now we want you to meet one of the sevens. Jane is a mother of four, a physical therapist who lives in Northern California. They always say I'm the most competitive girl. Oh my God, we have that. Jane can sound a lot like parallel universe Robbie. Listening to them is like hearing two people in their different Jeeps comparing features. Like Robbie, Jane's never had the chance in all these years to talk about the seven experience. And like Robbie, Jane grew up as seven in the middle of a whole bunch of kids. Robbie is seven of 10. Jane is seven of 13. Yeah, you're close. Well, it's, you know what? It's not close. The thing is, is people don't realize that that difference of three, that's a whole family. 
That's in fact in today's standard a big family. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The other the other uh, thing people always ask is what's the age spread? Yes, same. And we had no we had no twins. Same. So what was your age spread? It's about eleven and a half years, almost twelve years for ten. And ours was fifteen for thirteen. Wow. Yeah. Any miscarriages? No. You? Yeah, three. Three. Do you know where? <laughs> Well, she had the first nine in nine years, and then she had a year off. That was a miscarriage. And then she had two, and then she had another miscarriage. And she had one. I think there was only one year there was kind of a break. Were they all vaginal births for your mom? Uh, yep. Same. Popped them out. Popped them out. Both of our moms yeah. have big vagas, probably. I mean, <laughs> I get mine from her. Anyway, that's for another day. Um, of course, Robbie's kidding. Do you have? Having children Zero. will not give you a big badge. She just has one. Well, Monopoly was a big game when we oh, were younger. Same. We used to take one brother because he always had to be banker. His name was Peter, and we called him Peter the Cheater. Mm. And he became a very successful real estate business guy. He's retired and living the good life. I had the same brother. I remember Risk. He would just make us play it until he won. So it'd be like two in the morning. I'm like 11. And I'm like, just take Russia. I don't even want it. I don't even want it. Just let me go to bed. So the same mentality. And he's now very successful also in real estate. Weird fun fact about Jane and her big family. Her dad used to joke that to save money, he wanted all of his kids to get married at the same time. That didn't happen. But Jane and her 13 siblings, they did all get married within a year of each other. And just like Robbie, Jane and her siblings are still pretty close. Many of them even live in the same town in California. But since Jane's older, she's gotten to see what Robbie hasn't yet, which is how the siblings grow apart over the years. There's some that are more liberal, some that are more, you know, um, conservative. Yeah, we have some of that. And I wonder how it will shape the dynamics of the family going forward. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I'll be the richest one with my comedy career. So I'm very excited to to hold that torch, but we'll see where everybody else, (laughs) where everybody else ends up. If Jane is future Robbie, then our next caller is a parallel universe version of Robbie's mom. This is Kristen. Hi, how are you? Kristen lives in Medina, Ohio. The crazy mom of eight, that's me. Oh my God, this is, you're just reminding me. Uh, my mother would answer telemarketing calls and she would say, uh, you know that old lady who lived in the shoe, she had all those kids, she didn't know what to do? Well, you're talking to her. And then she would hang up. <laughs> Kristen had her first kid at 18 years old with a high school boyfriend. They broke up and Kristen married a school teacher and they had seven more kids. Her number one is 18 years old and her number eight is one and a half. And do you think you'll have more kids? No, um, I really don't. I think we're totally content now. I think at this point we're kind of tempting fate when it comes to like I agree. the number of people in our house. You're not missing out <laughs> on any reactions, if that's what you're looking for. It's true. I know. I love it when we walk out of the store and like someone is out loud like counting my kids, and I'm thinking, I know how many there are. Right. But I think it's so funny because it's like. Are they thinking that they're counting them for me so I know how many I have with me right now? Which would probably be a good thing because I try to do a head count because I'm so afraid we're going to have like a home alone. Oh, we've had many of those. Many of those. We were on this subway. Um, My little brother, 
God bless him, Curious George, we used to kind of call him, always in and out of somewhere. And we would take the subway everywhere. We're city kids, and my mother had all of us. My mother said, don't wait for the train because she wasn't going to make it. She was pushing a stroller. So we stopped, but my little brother still got on the train. He was so ahead. And so we saw the doors close, and it was kind of like, mommy, as the train (laughs) peeled off. My mother is freaking out because he must have been like five. Um, And he's on this packed train alone to the next stop. Did you ever see him again? Oh, my God. Well, it was, you know, I think that's the kind of situation that people love to help with. We met him at the next stop and a lady was waiting with him. He had already moved on without us. He was like, oh, I just assumed this was my new life. And it was <laughs> this lady's been super nice and she had candy and I've been enjoying it. Uh, so we've had many of many of those situations for sure. Kristen came from a small family. It was just her mom and her brother. It felt empty. Grocery shopping back then, they only needed one cart. But as a mom today, she needs three. And one of them is just for milk. We buy 10 gallons at a time. My mother was always like, she couldn't keep milk in the house. She was like, I was like, I would buy it and it was gone. <laughs> I can't tell you how many people have asked me as I'm checking out the lady, like the people behind the register, they'll be like, are you having a party? What party have you no. ever been to when there was 10 gallons of milk? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. You know oh I mean? yeah, big rager with the milk. <laughs> would that be the lamest party ever That's or what? I want to go to that party. Please make that party. Invite me. <laughs> I will bring the umbrella straws. I, I would be, that would be hilarious. When you're a mom to a big family, got to ration the food. My mother would hide things too, treats. Like if she did buy Dunkaroos for the lunches, like we would find them in yeah. her closet because she knew if we got to things before they made it to the school lunch, like that would be it. I pretty much only buy boxed like dessert mixes and that way literally make them when we want them and I don't have to worry about them disappearing because nobody's going to grab the box and like start working. No, we're not making nothing. (laughs) We're making nothing. We're waiting for Ma to do the whole thing. I have so many regrets, irrational regrets about not being born into your family. It's starting to make me (laughs) sick. Kristen's seventh kid is Rosie. She has an R name, just like Robbie. She was born in December, just like Robbie. And just like every seven we've talked to so far, Rosie loves mango. She also likes to collect rocks. Kristen always finds them in Rosie's pockets when she does the laundry. And then if I wash her coat, it's so funny because all of a sudden I'll hear like this clunking in the dryer. It's because she's got like six rocks in her pocket. I was just going to say I was always the kid with little rocks. I had my cash in my Oshkosh pocket. (laughs) They're like sevens twins. But it's going to take some time for other similarities to emerge. For example, since Rosie's only three, she hasn't yet asked her younger siblings for a bank statement. In my mind, the perfect scenario would be my children enjoying each other's company as adults. Can I tell you something? I've only gotten closer with my sisters. I always say that I don't know, like I like having friends and I have good friends, but there's nothing like my siblings. You just can't explain it. And we've gotten, like, only closer. I love that. We heard from more number sevens than we could possibly talk to on the phone. So here's what we did. We created the very first ever informal, unofficial, thoroughly unscientific survey of number sevens. And we sent it out 
to as many sevens as we could. In a bit, we're reporting those results to our number one number seven, Robbie Hoffman. Stay with us. Say advertisement. Advertisement. Good job. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome back. We're in the studio with comedian and principal investigator into the seventh child question, Robbie Hoffman. It's been a few weeks since our 7 to 7 hotline, but Robbie is still thinking about a special number seven, three-year-old Rosie, who loves hoarding rocks. Is Rosie me or am I Rosie? We might never know. I mean, I just get what she's going to go through. And if she needs anything over the years, she could send me an email when she knows of the email. <laughs> you know, do I already have question. enough family? <laughs> I do. I do. She wouldn't be family, but I'm happy to answer a couple questions within reason, Rosie. I have a life, but I know there's nowhere else she can turn. So we brought you in here today because we have more number seven data we want to share. We actually heard from 10 number oh my sevens. God. So we sent out a survey to all of them. It's our very unofficial, not all scientific survey of all the sevens we could find. And we were hoping that all 10 would fill it out. But only nine did. The one person who didn't was our only guy. Was a guy. Yeah. So our survey is all women. Oh, great. Yeah. Who cares about the men? Let them do their own survey. They don't get to benefit off this. Okay. So we found two major things in our survey. Reveal number one. So from our hotline, we knew that most sevens love mangoes, but this was only further confirmed by the survey. 89% of sevens love mangoes. That's the number one. That's crazy. Mangoes are seventh culture. That's what they are. All right. So reveal number two. This is the thing that we found unites all number sevens almost. I'm actually going to need to play this one back for you. Go ahead. How do you feel about walking? Hate it. Walking? Yeah, love it. I hate walking. <laughs> I've always oh, hated no. walking. I love walking. Hate I walk walking. everywhere. Do I like what? Walking. Walking. Love to walk. Hate to walk, Jane. I hate to walk. Actually, my grandmother used to, after a meal, say, oh, we're going to go for a walk. And I would be like, I hate walking. Oh. And she would want to walk outside. <laughs> Honestly, and when I think about walking now... I mean, it just depresses me. I had to walk from the car to here, and I felt like it was a long walk. Do you think Rosie uh, likes walking? Oh, that's her thing. Yeah, that's her jam. She loves to go for walks. According to our survey, 100% of number sevens said that they like to walk. (laughs) I could be an outlier for sevens. Now that Robbie knows about what we expect of a number seven... That information is already starting to change her. I'd love to go on a walk with a seven. How's that? That'd be a nice walk. See, it depends the walk. If it's with another seven, we're having good chats. I'm into it. If it's with a dud who's got nothing to say and I'm stuck on this walk, nothing worse. 
Have you done it? Are you satisfied? This is a preliminary study. You know, it starts here. It starts with mangoes. It starts with tampon teaching. It starts with these little things, and we build up our research. Yes. You know, this is an ongoing years and years. So somebody's got to do their PhD thesis on this, take five good years, and do this. Number sevens. They love suggesting a good area of study. PhD fellows. I know you're out there. You're getting grant money up the wazoo. Why don't you take a couple shekels from your grant money and put it to good use? Give us a study. You're listening. You can hit me up. Find me through the podcast. And I'm happy to help. You can find Robbie, spelled R-O-B-B-Y, on Twitter at I am Robbie Hoffman and on Instagram at Robbie Hoffman. This is an A. I'm looking at an easy A here. This episode was produced by me, Andrea Salenzi, with Jackie Sajiko. We were edited by Amy Drostovska. We also had a hand from Hillary Frank. Hillary Frank is our show's creator and executive producer, whose book Weird Parenting Wins is out now. Our engineer is Brendan Burns. Our technical director is John Delore. Our music is performed by hotmoms.gov. We get editorial support from Peter Clowney, Antonia Acatunde, Anne-Marie Baldonado, Rekha Murthy, and Julia Wegg. Next time on The Longest Shortest Time, instead of reading headlines about late-term abortion, we're going to be making the subject real by talking to a mother who's had one. Most people, if, when they hear about what kinds of situations lead people to have abortions at this point in pregnancy, they don't want to pass a law about it. They just want to give you a hug because how awful, how sad. Her family story next week on the show. Subscribe to The Longest Shortest Time on Stitcher wherever you're listening right now. Stitcher! Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-in Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan.